This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast, where you'll learn the strategies and tactics you need to become a millionaire agent. Learn from top agents, brokers, team leaders, and experts in the industry who can help you on the path to success. And now, here's today's episode. Hey guys, welcome to today's episode. And we have Garrett Maroon with Business by Relationships. And we are going to be talking all about how agents can win at real estate and life by helping them with relational prospecting. So Garrett, welcome. Yeah, thanks so much for having me. We, uh, I was telling you, Chantel, we've got a podcast, but your intro is way better than ours. So <laughs> props to you on that. That was fantastic. Thank you. Well, tell us, you know, what is the statistics now? I mean, I know it's always really low, but what is the statistics they're saying about how many agents are actually following up and prospecting with their past clients? Do you know what the latest, latest stat is on that? Yeah, I do. So, yep. Yeah, absolutely. So only 11% of agents consistently touch their database and a 36 touch program, only 11%. And we've actually seen our company's been around for almost four years. We've actually seen only about 5% of the agents are consistent on actually staying in touch with their database. You know, I think, and we'll get into more Chantel, but I think the reality of the last two years and the craziness of the market, we, we tended to, for, for, to, uh, to forget the value of a customer right? They just showed up at our doorstep. So we weren't really doing anything for it. They just kind of came and we lost touch with the people that we already knew and loved and the people that knew and loved us. So yeah, it's 11%. Our people are actually consistently touching a database. It's crazy. So I know that you are a real big fan of doing a 36 touch base system. And I want you mm -hmm. to explain what is that 36 touches? Give us a brief glimpse of what that looks like and yep. talk about, you know, people are overwhelmed by that, right? Like, okay, every person I've got to touch them, you know, 36 times, that's overwhelming. So talk mm -hmm. about that. Yeah, absolutely. So the 36 touches, it's, it's really quite honestly, the most simple form of lead generation that you can do. You just have to be consistent and you have to be willing to be vulnerable, right? At the end of the day, people want to work with someone they know, like, and trust. They're not going to know, like, and trust you if they know nothing about you and you know nothing about them, right? So a 36 touch is simple. I've been in the business eight and a half years. This is literally all that I've ever done. I've never done an open house or bought a lead or made a cold call ever uh, and have been really fortunate. I started with 40 people in my database and uh, not from this area and have sold 500 over 500 homes all by referral at this point. Um, and so the reality is it's a simple system that you just have to execute consistently. That's like anything, right? Is your willingness and ability to consistently execute is going to be what brings you success, right? Long-term. So 36 touch, real simple. So that's 12 mailers a year, one a month. That's 12 emails a year, one a month. So there's 24 right there, right? Those are really simple. That's 24 right there. That is just about showing up like you said you were going to and being top of mind. Then for us, the way we do it and the way I've always done it is it's four calls or texts to your database a year, four notes or Popeyes and four client events. So we rotate through each quarter. I'll get, I can get into it more granular if you want me to, 
but that's how it breaks down. So four calls or texts, four notes or Popeyes, uh, four uh, client events. So that's an extra 12, right? So that totals 36 touches and that's how it works. And so we just rotate through each month, whether we're doing a client text or video text, next month is a note, next month is an event, let's say. So we're just getting one personal touch a month with the mailer and the email also going out each month. So let's go ahead and do a little bit of a role play if sure. we can. Um, yeah. I'd love to do a role play with you right now. And let's pretend that you I'm your client and or are you you're I'd like to do one where I'm actually a client and I'd like to do one where I'm just in your database. Okay. okay. So mm-hmm. I want to see what that practice call looks like for you. What does that mm-hmm. look like? You mean the touch? Yeah, for that touch. Yeah. Yeah. So I've actually shifted to video text messages is what I actually recommend. Um, Number one, most people, so I know that 95% of text messages are seen within five minutes. That's the statistic, right? Most of the time, at least the people in my database aren't answering the phone during the day. And a phone call is going to take up a lot of time, right? So I'm trying to be highly efficient, spend about five hours a month on the lead generation. So I do a lot of video text messages. So for example, it would say, you know what, it's October. So for example, uh, I would send you a video, you and your husband, a video text message. Hey, Chantel, just wanted to let you know, I was thinking about you all today. I hope that your summer was great and your falls off to a wonderful start. I hope we get to see you at our upcoming client event, whatever it is. And I would love to see you guys and catch up. Hope all is well. would love to hear from you. Something really simple has nothing to do with real estate. It is about relationships, right? And I can dive into to why the psychology behind that, but nothing to do with that. It's a 20 second video text message, me caring for them. That's it. Uh, and that's really simple. And so I just do that for, every, I only have 287 people in my database now. So that takes me about four hours um, and that's it for the entire month. So, so you're doing that video text, that video text, you're saying how, ha- is that once a month for the video text? Yeah, yep. So that's four times a year. So once every quarter, we're going to do a video text message to check in on our database. Okay. Yep, yep. And, and then, then, but then you all st- also are still doing a call, right? An actual nope. call. So it's either a call or a video text. So yeah, I explain it that way. Like for our the people that are on our leverage model, we actually make calls for them. But if they want to be engaged with their database, I recommend a video text. I've just found that actually seeing your face uh, is more valuable to them. And it's we've gotten a better response doing that. So, you know, I've done, like I said, for eight years, I've just tried to be more efficient. I used to call everyone. Now I've shifted to video text and I get a better response and it's quicker. Uh, so yeah, now and I they're happier because they they don't. Uh, some people are like, I don't have time to chit chat. Right, you know? exactly. Yep, hundred percent. Okay, so then talk about the Popeyes. So mm-hmm. what what are you bringing for the Popeyes? Yeah. So again, I, my, my whole philosophy is, you know, the, the, keep the cost down, right? So my rule of thumb now is the Popeye gift cannot cost more than $2. Literally it has to be less than $2 because what we forget is the value is not the, the, it's not the value of the gift. It's the value of you being willing to show up. 
right? That doesn't happen anymore in this world, right? No one brings gifts to my doorstep. Maybe I'm just not that cool, right? Maybe no one likes me that much. Other than Amazon, nobody's bringing me anything. So the value is not the cost of the gift. The value is the fact that you're willing to show up. So for example, in August, we did, and we did this every year, we did spatulas, a $1 spatula, the tag says on it, I flip and love your referrals, right? It's got a little handwritten note that says, you know, Chantel, I greatly appreciate you and your support of me and my business so much, right? Sincerely, Garrett. Go, I'm on my way there. Excuse me, on my way there, 10 minutes out or so, shoot them a quick text message. Hey, I'm right near you for an appointment, which happens to be another Popeye. That's an appointment, right? But I'm right near you for an appointment. Wondered if you were home, would love to say hi real quick, right? So I've already set the expectation that if they are there, which is rare, if they are there, then it's only going to be a quick conversation, right? Because I already told them I was headed somewhere. And if they aren't there, which is pretty common, drop it on their doorstep, something really simple, take a picture of it. Hey, so sorry, I missed you. Was just thinking about you guys. Wanted to drop this off. Hope all is well, right? The value is me thinking about them. It is not about the value of the gift. So for me, keep it under $2 and, and that's what we do. And I've got a lot of examples of that. Okay, so let me just, and I'm having trouble with the the 36 because I actually, I am a math major. I have my degree in math. I got nice. the four calls in video. Te- you can either do four calls or video text. Or video t- either that's one. Mm-hmm. Then four pop buys. Or notes. Or notes. The database. That's yep, eight. Yep. And then you have four client events. That's mm-hmm. 12. Mm-hmm. And then you're saying you're doing that for three years and then nope, multiply sorry. Nope. So that's 12 for the year. That's 12 personal touches. Then there's a mailer every month that goes out. Okay. And an email every month that goes out. So that's the other 24. So 12 mailers in the year, 12 emails in the year, 12 personal touches in the year. Okay. That's yep. the part that I was missing. I was like, okay, yep, yep. something's not adding up. <laughs> okay. So let's talk more about these Popeyes. And I love, love, love what you just said about that. It can't cost more than $2 and hopefully a dollar. If you can do like that dollar spatula, I flip and love your referrals. Give us some more about that because I've, you know, I have interviewed some people on these calls and they're like that one guy gave us this great idea, which I loved, loved, loved. He said, I just put everyone in Amazon and I pick a gift in Amazon that costs me around $7. So like he would say, okay, like, let's say he would send them a pack of Mentos. Well, you can get Mentos, a big box of Mentos and get it shipped for seven bucks on Amazon. Then you're not having to spend your time. You can put it in. And then you, we actually have, if you go to joincanzel.com slash free, we have a bunch of these things that are already made up for you, which says like, I meant to, it says like, I meant to say thanks uh, for your referrals and your business or something along those lines. Right. Hmm. And so that's good. That's, that's $7. But right now everybody is trying to really pinch their pennies, you know, so to speak. So give us some more of these kind of dollar ideas of what you do. Yeah. So, and I love that idea. Again, I would say, you know, my, my encouragement is, so the average person, I'll give you some numbers and and explain why I do this. The average person knows 256 people. Okay. That's statistically the, the number 256 people. Why that matters is, so I have a database of 300 people. That means I'm reaching through those 300, 75,600 people. 
right? So go, you go small, you dig in deep and the, the gold is right under your feet. And they're the ones that are going to go out and spread the word for you, right? So I say that to say, so then of those people, of the 300 in my database, there's going to be a small group of people, right? The Pareto principle, the 80-20 rule, there's a small group of people that are going to give you the majority of your referrals, those are the people that get Popeyes from me. So I pick 25 once a quarter that actually get a gift. It's not everyone, right? Because you, as a business owner, you got to be smart with where I spend money, where I spend time, there needs to be a return to the best of my ability, right? So I'm not spending that much time. In fact, now I have an intern that drops them off for me and I can get into that, but I'm not spending a lot of time when I was doing it. I would pick 25 people and I would go spend four hours one day, four hours the next day, and I was done, right? So eight hours, and that was my entire lead generation for the month, right? So I was just giving it to those 25 people. It cost me $50, and it cost me eight hours of my time. And now, again, these are the people that are giving me the majority of my business. So it is a good return on my time and investment to actually go to their door, drop something off for them. So Again, the spatula is something that we've we've always done. They love that. Last year, we did uh, a, a $1 turkey baster for Thanksgiving, right? Uh, we've done an oven mitt. You know, don't let your friends get burned by a turkey of a realtor is what it said, right? Uh, and oh so gosh, we gave them so an cute. oven mitt. Yeah, so small little things. Or I've given a chap, you know, one thing of chapstick goes like 30 cents. And it's amazing how many people are like, oh, thank you, I needed chapstick, right? It's Again, it's not about the value of the gift. I don't really care what it is in my opinion. I don't care what it is. It's the fact that you're willing to go out of your way to think about them, to want to take something to their house. That's different. That's different than most people. That's the, that's a way that most people aren't treated in life. Average person today has statistically fewer than two close relationships, right? So people, and that's really sad. People aren't dropping gifts off at their house. If you do, right? If you do, they will think more highly of you and they will want you to win. That's what happens with our friends. We want them to win. And so again, to me, it's, it's statistic is understanding who are the right people to receive this recognize. I don't need to spend a hundred bucks. I can spend a few dollars and just show up, right? Because people don't show up anymore. If I just show up, that's, that's winning already. And they're going to want me to win because of that. I hope that makes sense. Oh my gosh. I love that. I've also seen someone do like pumpkin spice and real estate advice. Like I'm here for That's all great. your real estate needs <laughs> I love that. and then just yeah. give like a little, you can literally, you know, you can, you know, those K cups, they got mm -hmm. like pumpkin spice. They just did one little K cup with That's that awesome. little picture. And then yeah. with their name, phone number and email, which is, is really that. cute. Give yeah, us great, one great. more, give us one more. That's cute that you did. That didn't oh, cost man. you a lot, a lot of money. Yeah. So we did, uh, we did, um, when we have a client that we meet, that's not ready to buy, not ready to sell. Right. But they are going to use us. We get a little thing of honey, you know, dollar, dollar 50, whatever it is. And the tag says, I'll be B E E. I'll be here when you're ready. And uh, I'll be here when you're ready. If you know anyone else that would like to join the hive, I'm never too busy for your referrals. Drop mm. that off at their door, right? So it's it's just the you know be true to yourself. If you're if that's not who you are, then don't do something corny like that. That's totally who I am. Uh, but it is just the fact that you show up and you're thinking about them, and that mm. doesn't happen. So that's no. I love that. And, and I know another one that's a good time of the year. You could do like, I could always s'more clients like you. Mm -hmm. Who do you know? And you could put literally <laughs> one piece of chocolate, one 
you know, marshmallow and one little graham cracker and a little like cellophane and and wrap it up and put that in. But I just, I love love what you said about focus on making it $1 to $2. That way you can not be so overwhelmed. Like this is going to cost me a fortune. But the Mm -hmm. other thing that you said that is so powerful, and I want to repeat it, is you said you basically are only picking the top 10%. So that means if you've got 250 people and you just said the average person knows 256 people. So if you know 250 people who are in your database, now you're only picking the top 10%. That's only 25 people. You can get around that. And I think what happens is sometimes people listen to this and they go, oh my gosh, I've got 250 people in my database. There's no way I could do all that. Forget it. And so then they just, take that idea out the window and you just solidified the fact that, Hey, we need to just do the top 10%. Yep. That's right. hundred percent. Yeah. When it becomes overwhelming, we tend to not do it right. Instead of us rising to the occasion, we tend to just say, well, it's never going to happen. So I won't do it. So yeah, but it, but it is just understanding in your database. Again, if we track and we have numbers, which a business owner should have numbers and understand where our business is coming from, right. The majority of people in my database don't refer me, right. Let me just say that. So mm-hmm. I had 287 people in my database, seven, I closed 70 deals last year off of those relationships, right. The majority of them aren't referring me. They are going to work with me though, right? The, the, the minority of them, maybe 30 to 40 are the ones that are actively referring. And so again, it just makes sense from a, from a business owner perspective and, and understanding where you spend your time, energy, and resources. I'm going to spend it on the people that are at the higher level that are more actively helping me build my business. That's just how it works, right? That's how any business works, right? There's levels. When someone is building your business for you and helping you in such a higher way, they should get more attention. That's how this works. That's how a business works. And that shifts from time to time, right? Someone who had given me a bunch of referrals might have stopped and someone else jumped in and said, hey, I gave you a referral. And all of a sudden, oh, okay, now you're actively doing it. I'm going to give you a Popeye, right? So we're always engaging them at the level they're engaging us. And everyone's going to get those touches. Some people get higher level touches. Some of those same people, when we do a client event, get a VIP hour, right? So it is just understanding however they're engaging us at whatever level, we're going to match them in that because that's just how you spend your time, energy, and resources in the best way. And now a word from our sponsor. This episode is brought to you by Kanzel Realty. One of the other things we give you is revenue share, where you get five levels of money in your downline every time you attract an agent to the company. And guess what? The first three levels open up right away. So let's pretend like you're not a great recruiter, but you bring on a couple people who are heavy hitters. Guess what? You don't have to hire five or 10 agents to open up those tiers. You automatically get those. So that's what makes us very different. This is Kanzel. Mm. And yeah, I mean, if you think about it, like when we got to, when we just had our team and we were selling like a thousand to 1500 homes a year, if you imagine that and then saying, okay, well, let's do a pop by every, for everybody, then not only that be for that year, think about if you've got 15,000 people in your database, um, you know, that's, that gets extremely overwhelming. Let's talk about events. So Mm -hmm. what kind of events do you do? How do you keep the the cost down and really try to be as detailed as possible on the most successful events that you have put in place? 
Yep. So the most successful event we've ever done, which is this is our sixth year doing it, is actually this Saturday. And so it's a family photo event. Uh, oh, so yeah. we rent out a local park for a hundred bucks, uh, a, uh, uh, one of the shelters, sorry, I couldn't think of the word, one of the shelters for a hundred bucks. I go get a bunch of donuts and coffee. And we have our real estate photographer who also does headshots. We have her come for free. She does a quick family. So, so the whole idea is the events nine to 11, our photographers there 10 to 11. So come have donuts and coffee, come hang out with us, right? We want to see all of you. It, it's at a park that has some animals too. So the kiddos can enjoy and come and we're going to do a, a, a free family photo for you. So they go line up, photographer snaps a, a photo or two, right? Um, later, she picks out the best one. She edits it, sends it to us. We get all of them printed, put them in a, a, a $1 frame, right? Again, the same idea, a $1 frame and drop it off at their house. So they come, I mean, the event cost me 500 bucks, maybe. Um, we, and that's with 125 people that typically come. So they, they come, they enjoy donuts and coffee, get a free family portrait. And, and we've had, I've done that so many times. So now I'll go to a client's house and, and, you know, if I'm going to visit them or whatever, and they've got six years of, of family photos and it's only because of us and that event. And they love that event. They asked me about that event. So that's one that we do. That's really, really popular. I oh, love we, that, Garrett. That's like yep. my favorite event I think I've ever heard someone do. That's phenomenal. Great work. Okay. Give us yeah, another one. Yeah. So we switched, you know, like a lot of people, we shifted to virtual events for during COVID. Well, we shifted, we used to do a, a Christmas event, uh, a, a lights tour. Well, now we, so we used to do that. I rented a big passenger bus and, you know, we did all that. Uh, now we shifted to, so in December, we do a virtual holiday lights tour. So they actually come through and drive through at my house um, and my team's there, but they come through and drive through. We give everybody hot chocolate, candy, little uh, reindeer uh, things they can put on their head for the kiddos. We give them a Mad Lib that we created. And then we give them a nice list of here's all the local spots that we think you should go check out Christmas lights, right? Go drive whenever you want to go drive. Um, and they've loved it. Now, you know, what I didn't realize is that that event, even post COVID now, they'd want to continue that because it's just easier for them. Honestly, they love the idea of coming out, staying in their car, getting hot chocolate. They can go. Uh, oh, and we put in, a, a, I think, a $10 Chick-fil-A gift card for each body uh, or each person, each car that came. So they can come, they can go get some food, they can do hot chocolate, they can just take their time, drive around that night or the next night or whenever they want and go enjoy Christmas lights. And we just facilitated that, right? And it was a two hour time of, of window for pickup, four to six on a Friday afternoon. And then we were done. Uh, and that doesn't take a lot of planning. So we've done that now. This will be our third year doing it or fourth year doing it, excuse me. Uh, and they've loved it. So we're continuing to do that. Um, you know, that Oh, gosh, that one probably cost me $350. I don't remember exactly how much uh, I did. Uh, the most expensive event we've done this year is uh, we rented out an ice cream shop. Uh, and uh, for two hours, they could come on a Saturday and come get free ice cream. That one was like $800. Uh, but I don't want to spend and won't spend more than $1,000. And keep in mind, between me and my agent, we've got 500 people in our database. So it ju just like the Popeye's, we misunderstand that the value is not in the cost of the event. The value is 
for the reality and the sad reality in our world today is people feel alone more than they ever have, right? Again, the average person in 2005 had 6.2 close relationships. Average person in 2015, 2.1, the number continues to drop, right? It's that they feel alone. That's the biggest struggle that they have. Not that they need a $20 gift, right? They need people to care about them. When you show up, I don't care what the, the party is or what the event is. They're not going to see like, wow, all they did was get Chick-fil-A, right? The fact that you are inviting them to something and saying, I really care about you. We're going to just do something fun and we're going to do an ice cream event. Oh, that's amazing. Thank you for doing We're going to do a free family portrait, right? Oh, that's great. This is going to be so much fun. Coffee and donuts and a free family portrait on a, on a Saturday morning that I can go throughout the rest of my day. That's awesome. Thank you for being willing to do that, right? It's small things like that. It's the willingness to be thoughtful that is that goes much further than the cost and the money that you spend. Yeah, I remember we did things now Halloween is coming up. And so we did something like, you know, I'll always carve out time for you and your referrals with like a little pumpkin or, you know, your referrals are the sweetest part of our business, you know, Mm -hmm. or just popping by, you know, to wish you a happy Halloween or something like Mm -hmm. that. We'll, we have a lot of these free resources. If you go to joincanzel.com slash free, um, that you can just, you know, have it already made out for you. So you guys should check that out. Um, and I can send it out as well. If you email mp at canzel.com, we're happy to send some of those out to you. Um, so one of the things that you know, for Halloween that's coming up is, you know, the kids love the big giant uh, candies. And so I actually, I'm a huge Redskins fan. I used to live right next to, in my neighborhood, Joe Gibbs lived here. Mark Mosley lived here. Joe Theismann lived here. I mean, John Riggins, I mean, everybody in a, in a half a mile radius was in my neighborhood. I went to school with Coy Gibbs and I was such a big, uh, Redskins fan, obviously, like you couldn't not be in that neighborhood. (laughs) You'd get booted right out. (laughs) And I remember all of the guys, especially, um, Joe Theismann, I mean, um, Joe Gibbs, put these big giant that the king size candy bars and then he put his name on it and like a redskins logo or whatever and you know i will tell you for halloween i want to encourage all of you guys to just it costs what a dollar to get these big giant candy bars you can probably get it less at costco and put your name and your 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 information and put like, I live here, I sell here and hand that out for Halloween. That always was a big hit. And, and literally you'd hear the kids in the neighborhood. They're like, you know, they'd be like, you have to go to Chantel Ray's house because she has the king size candy bars and the kids would go (laughs) nuts. They would go nuts. nuts. So, oh yeah. Someone just typed in the chat, the commanders. I'm sorry. Yeah. Yeah. I have a hard time getting used (laughs) to that. Um, So what I want you to talk about now is kind of what kind of systems do you put in place to make sure, because that's the biggest thing. People are like, oh yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. But they're like, I'm so busy doing this, 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 and this, and they just can't get those 36 touches a year. So Mm -hmm. give us what you suggest that they do to get, put that in place and systematize it. 
Yeah. So, and not to be shameless, but that's what we do as a company. We actually execute a 36 touch for people so they can check it out. Business by relationships with an S.com. And you can set up a free call with me to learn more and it's leveraging your relationships, but you know, it, it is just following the same system. We're executing the same system that I personally created six years ago. And a 36 touch is not my idea, right? All I did was make it more systematic. And that, and that is a bad word for a lot of agents, right? Systems. But what that means is anything, you know, um, systematic relationships is what I always used to say. And people would, would tell me and, and push back and say, how can that be relational, right? Systematic relationships doesn't sound very relational. And I always tell them, well, the most important relationships in my life, my wife and my kids, right? My wife and I go on a date every week. My kids and I go individually on a date every month, right? Me one-on-one. That's a system. Right. We have family movie night on Saturdays. That's a system because those relationships are important. I want to make sure that I show up consistently, right, in the ways that I want to. That's the same thing we do in our business. If we believe business is built on relationships, we should make building relationships our business. Right. And so that's exactly what we've done. So for me, I made it really simple. Every single quarter, we're going to do the same thing and it just repeats, right? Four quarters in a year. So each quarter we do the same rhythm and we repeat it four times and we just keep doing it over and over and over. So the first month of the quarter is a call or a video text message to everyone in your database. Okay. That's the personal touch. The second month of the quarter is a handwritten note or a Popeye gift to everyone in your database. The third month of the quarter is a client event. Right now, each of those months, they're getting a mailer. Each of those months, they're, uh, months, they're getting an email. But those are the individual, actual personal touches broken up. So first month, call or video text. Second month, note, handwritten note or Popeye. Third month, client event. And we just repeat that over and over and over again. Right, Every single quarter, that's the cadence. That's the rhythm. We just do it over and over and over. So for those that struggled to, to execute that, which I understand, right? For me, it was a little bit more simple, quite honestly, because that's all I've ever done. And so that was the one thing that I wanted to master. That's the one thing I focused on. So for me, what I always did at the beginning or at the end of a year, so coming up in December, I will have printed out, it's real simple, printed out literally a calendar of the entire year of 2023. And I will break down each month what the topic of the mailer is supposed to be, the same month, what the topic of the email is going to be. And then because I know my rhythm, I know my cadence. So I know that in January, it's going to be a video text message, right? I actually write on the calendar exactly what I'm going to say, right? So, hey, Chantel, just was thinking about you. I hope you guys had a wonderful holiday and Christmas season. I hope your new year's off to a great start. I look forward to seeing you some of our events this year, right? Something really simple. So you actually tell people from what I'm understanding, and I did type his website, everyone, businessbyrelationships.com in the chat so you can go check him out. But what I'm hearing you say is that you actually tell them, hey, here's some examples of what you should say in your video chat or in your, your, in your emails. Is that right? Yeah. So for us, for our leverage model, we actually do that for the agent. So every quarter we're making those touches on behalf of the agent, right? The leverage model, they shouldn't be doing anything. We're doing it for them. So we do that on behalf of them. But if you're going to try to execute on your own, this is just how I create it, which 
I still use, my team still uses, and then we use for our agents in the leverage model. But that's it. It's just planning in advance. This is what I'm going to say. So I can tell you in November of 2025, we're going to be doing a handwritten note and and a Popeye. Right. And I already have an idea of what it's going to be. It's going to be around Thanksgiving. So the note's going to say something like, in a season of Thanksgiving, I want you to know how grateful I am for your friendship and support of me and my business. Something simple like that. Right. The, the, pop but you couldn't make the calls, could you? Because I mean, wouldn't they need to be the one to make the call? Or you would, how, what would that look like if you were going to make the call for them? Yeah. Great question. So it's what I currently use too. So, I've leveraged myself out of sales. So I've got one agent and one transaction coordinator. I want to be super simple. My agent did 110 deals last year. He's on track for the same, all by referral. I don't sell anything anymore. So I spend a few hours a week in that business. Most of my time is in business by relationships. So I've got people doing that for me now, making phone calls, right? For example. So the psychology behind it, because that's a great question, Chantel, that we get a lot. And I'm glad you asked. The psychology behind it is at the end of the day, whoever directs the call is the one that gets credit. So let me explain. So when you have- Do it with uh, me. Do it with me. I'll be the client. Pretend like you're the team member. Yeah. So, so real quickly. So if you call your doctor and you have a question, you don't talk to the doctor, right? You talk to the front desk, but you talk to a nurse, the nurse calls you back and says, Hey, for me, Dr. McCormick said that, you know, so-and-so, and and here's the answer. Oh, thank you so much. Please tell Dr. McCormick. I really appreciate it. Right. It's not him doing it. It's him directing it. So to your question, Chantel. So for example, our callers all based in America, our callers are leaving a voicemail and they're saying, hey, Chantel, my name is Garrett Maroon. I work with Chantel or whoever, right? I work with whatever the agent's name is. Yeah. And they asked me to give you a call and let you know that, you know, let's say it's January, let you know that they, they hope you had a fantastic Christmas, a wonderful start to the New Year's, and they look forward to seeing you at some of their events this year. Thanks so much again. Or inviting and, uh, them to the actual event. She wanted me to do that personally as well. call you. She wanted me to personally call you and tell you we've got the pumpkin patch event coming up and she wanted to make sure out of anyone you were there now that would make sense yeah do that as well yep so we've got the quarterly calls which are just touches checking on them directed by the agent right so we're always saying this the agent asked me to call you uh which i've been doing for years in my business and and it's been great uh but yeah when we get to the client events part of our leverage model is we send out all of the invitations for you and what you just said chantel we call everybody hey chantel wanted me to make sure that you know we've got this amazing event coming up and she would love to see you there right? Something simple like that. It is coming from the agent. Everything is directed by the, by the agent, even though we're doing it, right? Because they need to think about you, not me, right? The phone call comes from your phone number, right? So if they call back for whatever reason, they're calling you back, right? It's not, we're not playing in the middle of the referral. They're going to reach out to you. What we are doing is making sure and facilitating the growth of that relationship. Because at the end of the day, if they trust you and like you and think about you, you're going to get a ton of business off of that, right? And most agents are missing out on that. That's where we come in. Mm. Well, we have gone way over time because I've just enjoyed every minute of my talk (laughs) with you. This has been so amazing. I would love for you guys to go to businessbyrelationships.com and learn more. And if you would show some love in the chat for Garrett giving up his time and wealth of knowledge, thank you so much for being with us today. Thanks for having me, Chantel. I really appreciate it. Thank you for listening. If you enjoyed this episode, please subscribe, leave a rating and a review so we can get this out to more agents. And tune in next week for another power-packed episode. 
This is the Millionaire Real Estate Podcast.